Welcome back to 60 Questions with Blue Magazine. Our podcast dives into everything you want to know about the people that make up the workers' compensation community. Doctors, attorneys, industry leaders, vendors, and more. We're going to highlight them all on here. Today we're here with one of our newest doctors. Welcome to 60 Questions. Can you tell us your name? Sure, it's Matthew Widner. Awesome. And what is your specialty? Uh, so I am a general orthopedist. Um, I did a fellowship in sports medicine, so I have a subspecialty in sports medicine, but <clears throat> I do general orthopedics. I, um, I see everything orthopedic related. Um, there's just a few surgeries I don't do. I don't do spine surgeries, complex hand or complex foot surgeries. Um, but pretty much everything else orthopedic wise I do, um, hip, knee, shoulder replacements, trauma, um, anything sports related. You got everything covered. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Where did you go to medical school? So I went to medical school at University of South Florida in Tampa. Excellent. And did you take a gap year? Um, so I don't know if this is considered a gap year, um, but um, after my first year of my undergraduate uh, studies, I took a year to become a surgical technologist. Um, so, you know, that's a program that that's a year long where I learned how to assist during surgeries. And then, um, you know, after I graduated that program, I went back to finish my uh, bachelor's degree and uh, continued to work as a surgical tech during uh, uh, my undergraduate degree. Excellent. And what was your favorite part of medical school, if you can remember? So um, my I actually have two favorite parts of medical school. Um, one um, was during my first year of medical school. So part of our anatomy curriculum is a um, cadaver dissection um, uh, component where, you know, it was really interesting because everything I had learned in the textbooks and all the anatomy I learned, I actually got to finally see it um, in real life. So, um, you know, and then part of part of the cadaver course is is you know almost practicing your surgical skills, dissecting and, and finding all the structures. So it was uh, it was interesting seeing the all the structures that I read about, and then also getting to practice my dissection skills. So it's um, it's a, a little bit of a, a morbid interest, but it was a it was a really interesting part of my uh, medical school. Um, the second part that I found really, really interesting actually started also in, in first year and ran throughout the entire four years. Um, it's actually, you know, getting out into the clinic, seeing patients and, you know, um, real life application of what I was learning in school, you know, physical exam skills, history taking skills, uh, things like that. And, you know, that continued throughout the four years, third and fourth year of med school is all um, all, you know, clinical based that's, you get out of the classroom. So, you know, at that point I got to get into the OR, practice my surgical skills and kind of, uh, advance, um, throughout that. So that, that part of it was, was really interesting as well. Excellent. So you were doing what you love. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It comes out in your, in your passion when you're talking about it. Um, yeah. <laughs> what specialty did you think you were going to go into when you first started medical school? Was it orthopedic? It was. So, you know, having that experience as a surgical technologist, 
I, uh, it, it really confirmed that I wanted to do surgery. And then while I was in that program and working in that field, I, I kind of, you know, rotated through every different type of surgery you could do. It was a level one trauma center where I worked. So I got to see literally everything. And um, orthopedics is just what I gravitated towards. It's, uh, it was definitely, you know, my personality fit in with all of the other orthopedic personalities. The, the actual surgery is just really, really interesting to me. Um, so I always knew I wanted to do orthopedics, even going into medical school. Wow. Uh, so maybe this question is not even relevant, but was there any other specialty that you even, that you might've thought of? <laughs> I did. Um, so for about a week, I, uh, I, I considered doing urology. Oh, okay. Um, you know, it's, it's similar personalities, um, also very interesting field. Um, it just, I, I liked orthopedics better. And, and, uh, and so that's why I, I, you know, thought about urology for a minute, but, um, but it was orthopedics all the way for me. The first I hear of that in, in the interviews I've done. So that's interesting. Yeah. What, what made you fall in love with orthopedics? So actually that, that kind of began, uh, when I was 15 years old. So I dislocated my, sh my shoulder and ended up having surgery on it. Um, and you know, the, the whole process of meeting the surgeon, um, you know, that I won't even talk about the ER part of it cause that was miserable, but <laughs> afterwards, uh, you know, meeting the surgeon, interacting with the surgeon and then working with the physical therapist and just meeting that whole team and working with the team and, you know, working my way into getting better, um, really piqued my interest in orthopedics. And then, you know, my, my surgical tech experience with orthopedics. Um, and then once I finally got into residency and started really doing it, it really just confirmed uh, my passion for orthopedics. Um, you know, it's it, orthopedics is a little unique in that um, a patient, the, the vast majority of the time, the patient comes to you with a problem that you have a solution for and you can physically do it in the operating room. And whatever issue they had, whatever problem they had, you are making better at that time. And then most of the time afterwards, the, the patients are extremely happy. They can get back into doing the things and activities they want to do. And they're usually incredibly grateful for it. So very rewarding. I, yeah. the, one of the best parts of doing these interviews for me is because I get to see, I talked to so many different doctors that this question that I asked you, like what made you fall in love with orthopedics? I want to say that I think every single doctor that I have interviewed this far has said yeah. they've had injury. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> When they were younger and they yeah. made them kind of like start peaking interest into the orthopedics. Yeah. Yep. They also say that they like that they can fix it. Like they right. can fix it and be done. <laughs> and right. Right. Versus, you know, a primary care doctor, you're taking care of that patient's long-term and going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. See the, the, you know, the same answers almost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, that's the thing about orthopedics. That's, you know, almost everyone has had some sort of interaction with an orthopedist at some point in their life. So I, I think after I'm done with this series, I'm going to do my own and I'm going to talk about what I, all my feedback. I'm going to get all yeah. the data from Paris. You guys are very, very similar. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'll be able to answer these questions later myself. <laughs> yeah, right. What would you say is the most unique part of your specialty? Is there anything you find the most unique? So I think, um, you know, similar to, to the uh, what I touched and yeah. what I got into a little bit in the previous question. So, um, you know, patients, the orthopedic patients, for the most part, have some issue with with their body that's preventing them from doing what they want to do. 
and participating in a sport, participating in activity, um, you know, sometimes even driving or walking that is, has become just impossible for them. And most of the time I have a, you know, I, I try to treat things as much as I can without surgery. And, and a lot of times that actually does work and does get them better. But if it fails, the majority of the time I have a surgical option that, you know, once they recover from the surgery, they're, they're back to doing whatever they want to do. You know, uh, someone comes in with terrible hip arthritis that they're walking with a walker or sometimes not even able to walk with a walker. I replace their hip and they're, you know, running on the pickleball court or, you know, (laughs) (laughs) so, you know, it's just, uh, and then, you know, they come in and see you obviously once they recover and the pain from the surgery has gone away. And, you know, almost all of them are looking at me and saying, thank you for what you did. You've yeah. gotten me back to my life. So yeah. it's, it's incredibly rewarding from that standpoint too. It's a very rewarding career for sure. Yeah. yeah. Do you currently take any trauma work? Mm-hmm. Yep. So I'm at, I, uh, I take call at four different hospitals. Um, and it's, it's pretty much all, you know, almost all of it is going to be some sort of trauma fracture related issue. Um, lots of, you know, broken hips in the area that we're in. So, um, I do, I do, uh, take trauma call and, um, you know, some really severe trauma. I do have to send out to like a level one trauma center or something like that, but almost everything else I'm able to, to take care of in, in the hospital and, and take care of them afterwards. So. Excellent. Now this question, do, being a doctor, do you get a lot of like random medical advice from your family, friends constantly asking you for like random medical advice just because they know you're a doctor? You know, I think um, the day that I mentioned the words came out of my mouth that I think I want to be a doctor back when I was 15 years old, I, I started getting questions. So it's, it's I've, I, I can't tell you how many how much free, free medical advice I have given to people. I actually just, even, even just yesterday, I did, I did a a surgery yesterday and my surgical assistant afterwards was like, Hey, can you check out my shoulder? I was like, okay, sure. Why not? So it's, uh, yeah, it's from from day one. It's just, yes, all the time, which is fine. I don't mind. Most doctors don't. So are you currently taking calls? I think if you're doing trauma, you are taking calls, right? <laughs> yeah. Yep. So I take call at uh, four different hospitals. And then, um, you know, obviously all of the physicians in my group uh, take turns taking patient phone calls overnight and over the weekends. Excellent. So now we're going to get into some lifestyle questions for okay. to get to know you better. <laughs> um, how many hours of work are you working now? Um, so right now, um, it's a, it's a little bit lighter as my practice is growing. Um, if I were to guess, I'd say, I don't know, 40, 50, 50 hours a week, maybe something like that. Um, which is a huge, a huge difference from, you know, my training training was hundred hours a week plus. Um, so it's, it's, it's been a great lifestyle change. Um, but yeah, pra- uh, you know, as practice picks up, it does get a little bit busier. But, uh, busier and busier than that, especially when you're in your area and in the practice yeah, you're in. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> what does a typical morning look like for you? So right now, um, until I build up my surgical caseload, my, it's, it's pretty much all clinic. Um, I, I see patients in clinic Monday through Friday. 
Um, so, you know, clinic starts at eight or eight 30. So, um, you know, sometimes I have to wake up early and go round on some patients at, at the hospital. And, and those days are a little bit earlier, you know, probably 6am, something like that. But, um, for the most part, actually it's, you know, it, when it's just clinic and I don't have to round, it's, it's not too bad, but, um, you know, rounding and then, you know, having to get to the OR in the morning, things like that, it does get pretty early. It's a lot of work. You guys yeah. put in a lot a lot of work now i'm gonna ask you how is your life when you clock out when you're not at work uh so you i mean you can kind of say that we never clock out um <laughs> you know I, I i whether it's notes i still have from clinic you know i'm i'm pretty much i go home i eat dinner i spend some time with my family and then as soon as basically as soon as my youngest son goes to bed then i pull out my computer and i i uh, start working so yeah, it kind of, it kind of just, it kind of just never ends. But that's okay. That's what I signed up for. You signed up for that, but later you need to find that balance because that's yeah. not healthy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean it is, it is nice, you know. In in training, I had no time at all, basically for family or anything. But now that now that you know, after training ended, and and now that I'm, uh, you know, a practicing physician, um, I at least you know I I spend you know, at least three to four hours with family at home. And then, like I said, once my son goes to bed, that's when I open up the computer and start working again. So I, I, uh, you know, I, I try to put, what's that? Try to balance it out. So where yeah, you have your exactly. <laughs> well, you answer my next question because I was going to ask you, if you have kids, do you only have one? No, I have two. I have a seven-year-old and a two-year-old, both boys. Oh, both boys. I was going to be yeah. like, awesome. That's so yeah, nice. Yeah. Keep they keep uh, they keep us busy. They keep you busy. Um, yeah. So this is a fun question for me to ask. Is I like to know what's your favorite music when you're in the OR. I like country. I'm a country guy, which is uh, an unpopular opinion in this in this area at least. But um, <laughs> what's that? I love country music. Uh, okay, yeah. So that that's my favorite. I mean, you know. Uh, a lot of times I'll just kind of leave it up to majority opinion for all the staff in the room. You know, I'm, I'm usually kind of pretty easy going as far as that goes. Um, but if, if I, if I, if it was my choice, it'd be country. Oh, you're too nice. No other doctor leaves it up to anybody. They put their music. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're too kind. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, it's, it's not just me in the room. It's everybody in the room. So I, I want every, if everybody's in a good mood and everything is flowing well, then the, the, the case goes better. The day goes better. So, well, you can make them listen to that country music anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well, today I was in the OR and I, we listened to country. Good. <laughs> so my <laughs> next question is a controversial question. Uh -huh. So do you like pineapple on your pizza? No, no, <laughs> no, 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 not at all. My mom, my mom loves it and she always ordered it growing up and it's, I, I personally cannot stand it. I just don't understand it. Thank God our um, podcast, they can't see us when this goes live. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> All right. So one random task that you're really good at, random, not work, just like random at home, laundry, maybe, I don't know. One random, random task I'm good at. Um, I feel like I'm actually a pretty decent cook. Okay. So I, um, you know, I, I do the majority of the cooking, at least for me, my wife will kind of cook for her a little bit too, just because we have slightly different preferences. But 
Um, but you know, I, I cook every week for, for me. And, uh, you know, I feel like in the beginning I wasn't very good at it. <laughs> I can definitely say that, you know, when I was, when I was 18, I was uh, not very good at it, but now I feel like uh, I'm pretty decent. That's good. I like that. Now what, what random tasks you wish you were better at? Uh, my wife would probably say listening to her, <laughs> but, um, no, uh, I would say, um, a task that I wish I was better at. I, you know, you mentioned laundry and I, I honestly forget to do my laundry all the time. And my wife ends up having to do it for me a lot. So, uh, I would probably say I need to be better at that. I think she will appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll make her listen to this so she can make you accountable. Right. <laughs> so what is the best way for you to relax after a long day? Um, so, um, typically after a long day, honestly, you know, getting home, sitting on the couch and just kind of hanging out with, with my kids and, and my wife, if she's, if she's, you know, not running around doing stuff, um, we all just kind of sit down, you know, one of the, one of the things we always do when we sit at the table is we, you, we, we say, you know, how was everybody's day? you know, tell us like, what was the favorite part of your day? Um, stuff like that. And honestly, you know, that is just in and of itself relaxing, you know, the two-year-old kind of makes it a little interesting at times and it's not always as relaxing, but, uh, you know, that's, that's definitely one of the more relaxing parts of the day. No, I, I can see that my kids are already adults and you know them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, babysitting my niece and nephew this week that we're doing this podcast they're quiet I told them they had to be quiet but having them around and kind of like when we're done that's what I'm going to go do I'm going to go sit with them maybe do some homework just yeah. talk to them and yeah. listen to the things because they're so innocent and the things right. they say, right. it's better than watching tv oh, 100%. <laughs> I love 100%. it especially my my two-year-old still figuring out how to talk oh, and he just okay. has such funny things <laughs> Yeah, that's cute. I, I really enjoy it. And I miss it because my kids are so adults already. So yeah. Yeah. so my next question is, um, do you consider yourself an introvert or an extrovert? Uh, I am definitely an introvert. Okay. Um, you know, when, uh, well, first of all, part of med school is, is doing the Myers-Briggs thing. And so actually I, I confirmed that I am an introvert, but, um, <laughs> you know, like, like, you know, if, if, say, if I were to go to a party or something like that, mm -hmm. and I see a group of people I don't know versus one person I do know, it's an obvious choice. I'm going to talk to the person I do know. Me too. So, <laughs> yeah, I, definitely, definitely introvert. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can see that. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Now we're going to go into some fun section. This section is rapid. We're going to like quick questions and it's fun. So I'll start with <laughs> coffee, tea, or soda. Coffee. <laughs> that was fast. <laughs> Are you a night or day person? Night, hundred percent. Oh, okay. Dog or cat? Dog. I don't. I don't understand cats. Oh no, no, no. We'll talk about that another time. <laughs> night in or night out? Uh, in. Okay, me too. <laughs> Indoors or outdoors? Uh, can I say both? Outdoors, probably. Outdoors. Outdoors. Beach or mountain? Oh, can I definitely say both? You can. <laughs> I'm saying uh, 100% both. <laughs> yeah, it's like hard to choose. Yeah. Chocolate or vanilla? Vanilla. Football or basketball? Football. 
Okay, no pickleball. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> never played pickleball. I don't know. It looks fun, but I've never done it. No, but pickleball was not until like maybe like 2020 around there when it started getting Yeah, married. same, same. <laughs> okay, so we're getting almost close to the end. We're going to talk a little bit about some reflective questions so we can get to know you even better. And then we're going to get into some work comp questions and then we'll be done. Okay. Um, so, and I think I know the answer to this, but we'll be a little repetitive here. So what... <laughs> think you were going to be when you were a kid um so when I was a younger kid I probably chose 30 different professions um for a while I wanted to be a chef actually I Emeril Lagasse was like my my guy so I uh I you know I watched him a lot I wanted to be a chef um uh, for a while, I wanted to be a meteorologist. No clue why, but I just remember wanting for a solid year of my life. Um, a soccer player, football player. Um, finally, when I was 15 and, and I had the, the surgery, then I was like, oh, yeah, maybe I should be a doctor. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad you see everything happens for a reason. Right, <laughs> so, right. Um, is there a different specialty? And I think we know the answer that you think you would have gone into. A different medical specialty? Yeah. Which um, urology, maybe, right? Uh, so I thought about urology for a little bit. Um, I mean, maybe radiology, but but no, I mean, that was pretty much all orthopedics. That's it, That was pretty much 100% for me, so. If you could change one thing in the medical field, I don't know if this is even, if you could change one thing, what would it be? Um. If I could change one thing, I would want a, um, and this, I mean, I would change a lot of stuff, but the, the first thing that popped into my head was I would want to change to a universal um, EMR system, okay. electronic okay. medical record system. Um, I can't tell you how frustrating it is that, you know, different systems don't communicate with each other. We'll have a patient from, from one system coming to ours and we have to request the records. Sometimes we get it, sometimes we don't. Um, you know, imaging, they may have imaging at, at an outside facility and we have to, in 2022, we still have to get a CD with the actual images on it and upload it to our system. So it just, it, you know, that's just, it, it drives me nuts. So, you know, and I, I don't understand why we can't have one, but. Good answer, it delays the care and, and that's the last yeah. thing the care on the patient. So okay. now we're going to get into some workers' comp questions. Okay. <laughs> so our majority of our audience is workers' comp. So that's, right. we're going to talk about that a little bit. So being now in the practice with um, big orthopedic practice, what is your philosophy when treating injured workers? So um, it's maybe it's because of my sports fellowship, but I almost treat them like athletes. So, you know, if you think about it, the, the goals are, are relatively the same you know, get them back to doing it, what they need to do and what they want to do as quickly as possible. So, you know, um, athlete injured athletes, their goal is to get back to competitive athletics. And so we've, we've come up with many ways, uh, to safely and as quickly as possible, get that done. And I think, you know, injured workers, it's, it's a very similar thing. I mean, the goal is to get them back to work as quickly and as safely as possible. And, you know, not, not even necessarily just work, getting, get them back to their lives, get them back to what they want to do. Um, but, you know, I think the, the philosophy of injured athletes really very adequately applies to injured workers. 
Absolutely, one hundred and thousand percent. It does. Um, I I say industrial and in, industrial athletes, right? That's yeah, industrial. yeah. Because that's what they, most doctors, and that's how the philosophy is for most doctors, treating them like athletes, getting them back to work. So definitely, I approve, I approve your philosophy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, that is the philosophy. And you're with a, an amazing practice that yes. you know, has the same philosophy across the board, all the doctors. Right. So um, excited to see you being part of this practice and, and seeing you grow with the practice. I want to thank you so much. There's pretty much answered a lot of my questions. I think we've got to know you. Um, I'm excited to share your podcast so that more people can get to know you in our industry. Thank you so much, Dr. Winder, for being with me. It was a pleasure and I got to know you a lot. (laughs) Yeah, it was great. Thank you. I appreciate it. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. We would really appreciate it if you leave a review and subscribe to Bloom TV.